Hi, I'm Han Soto. I play Bam Min Tao on Cobra Kai Season 3, and I'm the next guest of On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. We are back once again for another edition of On Screen and Beyond. I'm your host, Brian Zemrak, and this is episode 537 of the show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week on On Screen and Beyond, you know, Cobra Kai is one of the biggest shows on Netflix right now. We have Han Soto joining us, and he appears in numerous TV shows and movies that we've seen him in, including Magic City and Ender's Game and Heist and Preacher and also The Purge. Currently, you can catch him, like I said, on the new season of Cobra Kai on Netflix. Han Soto is coming up in a few minutes right here on On Screen and Beyond, so get ready for that. And uh, let's see, what are we doing here? We are in the process of redoing onscreenandbeyond.com. I'm getting, that's going to take time. Everything takes time. It just, it just does. So I'm going to be redoing that, and we are also going to be uh, continuing to upload some of the older episodes. So I'm asking you now if you could please spread the word about On Screen and Beyond. Tell your friends, get them. We've got more and more people listening all the time. Uh, I was just looking at the uh, stats, and uh, we've got uh, people from uh, France that are listening now. Uh, Also, just recently, we had some from... Taiwan and uh, Singapore and all, all over the world. So uh, we, we thank you for listening, and uh, I, I really enjoy hearing from you, too. You can contact me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com if you'd like to. And uh, it's uh, just uh, you know, a lot of stuff going on, and uh, I'll do my best about keeping things rolling here, giving you more great guests, uh, just like Han Soto coming up in a few minutes right here at On Screen and Beyond. So uh, if you get a chance and you have a suggestion for a new guest that you'd like to hear, send it to me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com, and I'll, I'll see what I can do. If you've got a connection with somebody, that'd be even great, you know, if you can help me out, because, you know, I, I have to dig around and try to find these people and find out who the publicist is and see if they're available for interviews and all that sort of stuff. And uh, any help that you got uh, would, would be great. That, that, that would just help out. So what do you say? Why don't we get into it? It's time now for Remake Madness, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Please hang up and try again. Remake Madness. Well, it looks like the remake, reboot, whatever you want to call it, of Resident Evil will land in theaters on September 3rd this year. And a remake of West Side Story from Steven Spielberg, of course, that's been going on for a while, is now shooting for a release date of December 10th. So we'll keep you updated in case that changes. And a musical remake of The Color Purple is in the works. It currently has a December 20th, 2023 release date. And that's it for Remake Madness. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, what do you say we take a peek at what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies? Upcoming new movies, singer Harry Styles and Golden Globe nominee Emma Corrin will star in a film called My Policeman for Amazon Studios. 
And Mena Masoud, who played Aladdin in the live-action film, will star in a Netflix rom-com called The Royal Treatment. Mena will play a prince who is marrying out of obligation, not love. And Bradley Cooper and Kate Blanchett will star in Nightmare Alley. And Cooper plays a carny who can manipulate people with his words. That's it for upcoming new movies. Next on On Screen and Beyond, taking you down to Sequel City to find out what's coming away as far as sequels. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sequel City, well, there's always something going on as far as sequels. There's no doubt about that. Paramount Pictures will be releasing Jackass 4 on Labor Day weekend this year. And A Quiet Place 2 will arrive on September 17th. And Death on the Nile is looking for a September 17th release also. And that's it for Sequel City. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, why don't we take a look at what's coming your way as far as TV on DVD. TV on DVD, The Undoing Limited Series will be hitting Blu-ray and uh, DVD on March 23rd. And Power, the complete series from Stars arrives on March 2nd. And Rick and Morty Seasons 1 through 4 goes to DVD on March 2nd. And that's it for TV on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, what's coming your way as far as movies on DVD? <laughs> Movies on DVD, well, the new one from Tom Hanks, News of the World, will be coming out on March 23rd on Blu-ray and DVD. And a couple of older ones, Pump Up the Volume, gets re-released on Blu-ray on February 23rd. And 2006's She's the Man comes to Blu-ray on March 2nd. And that's it for Movies on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, it is TV and Entertainment Time. TV and Entertainment Time. Well, Kevin Costner is busy these days. He has another series in the works. National Parks is what it's going to be called, and it will follow special service agents who protect our national parks. And season four, speaking of Kevin Costner, of Yellowstone will come our way in June. And, of course, if you saw the ending of last season, season three of Yellowstone, I'm not going to tell you what happens, but, uh, you know, it's going to be exciting. So, <laughs> And Nev Campbell of Scream and House of Cars fame will uh, star in a new Netflix show called The Lincoln Lawyer. Now, of course, you probably recognize that because it was a movie and uh, which starred Matthew McConaughey. And uh, only this time, Nev is going to be the lawyer in the car. So uh, we'll see what they do with that one. And that's it for TV and entertainment time. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, we have... Han Soto coming your way. Now, he has been in a lot of TV shows, but uh, most of all, he is in the new Cobra Kai Netflix show. And you 
if you haven't seen it, you gotta you gotta see it because he's <laughs> one mean dude. <laughs> That's all I can say. Han Soto is coming up next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. <laughs> Today's guest on On Screen and Beyond is an actor who has been seen on TV shows including Preacher, Magic City, and on several films including Grudge Match, Olympus Has Fallen, and Looper. He is known for performing his own stunts, and you can catch him on Netflix on Season 3 of Cobra Kai as the soldier who kept John Kreese prisoner during his wartime. It's Han Soto. Han, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Thank you for having me, Brian. Han, you are on Cobra Kai. That show has just exploded. I know. Crazy. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. $42 million. Jeez. <laughs> I, I believe that was the last number. Wow. Yeah. Now, were you a fan of the original shows? or uh, you know, I mean, not you the mean shows. season one and two? Or, no, or, no. Or I, all the way back to Karate Kid? Yeah, the Karate Kid, the movie, the original movies. Oh, yeah. I mean, I grew up, I grew up with the Karate Kid franchise as kind of my my backbone and my roadmap to how to deal with bullying so uh, <laughs> you know needless to say i never really used a crane kick on anybody <laughs> but <laughs> but uh but, but you no, could it, have it, right <laughs> i could have yeah that's the thing no one warranted it so i was good <laughs> now, is that a, is that a, a, an actual move or was that just something they made up i mean it's a move until they yell cut right yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure it's a move. I'm sure it's a move. I mean, a lot of the, a lot of the martial arts moves are named after uh, you know animals. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, and how they move and how how your limbs are. You know, um, I would imagine the crane strikes pretty quick, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's easy to do that that kind of shape as a human being. Like you wouldn't be doing a. A giraffe, right. <laughs> long neck move, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, swing the head around and hit him on the side, yeah. of the, the side of the head. Which, is, which head. is one of the most fatal blows in 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 nature, by the way. Yeah. People underestimate the giraffe. Oh yeah, yeah, nothing to mess with. Yeah, so tell us about. Uh, can you can you tell us about the parts without you know what you did in it without putting too yeah. much? I mean, look, I, I can. I can talk to you about the character and how how you know how evil I decided to make him, mm-hmm. and and you know how free it was that that the creatives just kind of let me do my thing, and I think there's a there's a um, charm in that kind of level of trust when you show up on set, you know, because you're able to really bring that. I tried to bring the authenticity of uh, a Vietnamese military leader, right, mm-hmm. who is angry at Americans for showing up on his land fighting his people and killing people that he knows. So the evil side of it is, you know, this is the kind of guy that you just don't want to cross. Like, yeah. you know, if you're, even if you're a Vietnamese soldier, if you dare cross him, he will shoot you. You know, yeah. if you see, if you see him in a grocery store, buy his groceries. That's the <laughs> kind of guy he is. <laughs> you pick that tab up, right? No, yeah. but he, you know, in all seriousness though, he, he is evil. He takes it to the next level. Yeah. You know, um, uh, this is kind of what his what he does is is he captures these people and 
you know, the only regret he has is not having enough people that he captured to, to carry out what, you know, what you would see in that episode that hmm. I'm in. Yeah. So how was the collaboration with this? Um, was it, did they just give you an uh, you know, a slight idea of what they wanted and then you could be as, as, as mean as you wanted? Or did the director keep saying, I want you meaner, I want you meaner? No, nope, no. Nope. It was, it was, uh, they knew, they knew where I was. Because I didn't, I didn't rest up between takes. I was still in my character, stepped away from everybody, and I, I kind of held my own, st- stood by myself, mm-hmm. and just kind of watched the set as if I was watching, you know, standing watch in, in, in a military camp. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, I mean, the only, the only real kind of interaction I really had was with uh, John Hurwitz, who leaned over and said, how does it feel to be the baddest motherfucker in Karate Kid history? <laughs> and I... <laughs> great wow you know, leave, leave me alone <laughs> yeah so so i mean what was it like trying to i mean i mean basically being pissed off <laughs> the whole time i mean yeah this is this is a you know pissed off it has different levels right there's there's pissed off where you just project your energy on people and then there's these subdued pissed off subdued anger mm-hmm. that could be triggered by any type of event any kind of a word, a smell, or you know, anything, anything that triggers the senses, it could really set this guy off, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, soldiers talking, American soldiers talking, would set it off. Wow. So I try to keep it where you know as authentic as possible, to where you know I didn't react until spoken to or spoken at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, when they film something like this, uh, you know whatever amount of time it ends up on screen, is there a lot more that we've never even seen that they, that they filmed? Yes. Yes. I did. I did some things that I can't even talk about. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we were talking, we're talking like it's another rating. Wow. You know? Yeah. Yeah, This is for the, the mass audience. So no, I did some things I played around. That's what I'm saying. I got, I got to be, free on set and do things that I wanted to do as a soldier. Wow. And and the only thing that, you know, the director really said was, you know, either thumbs up or let's go for another take, you know? Yeah. Did he have to take you to the side and say, okay, okay, that's enough? <laughs> no, no. And that's the thing. I think I think uh, he knew that if he did that, um, he would be kind of tampering with the energy that, that was created with that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He was great, though. I loved work. I would love working with him. Really? Um, yeah. And and the thing is, he he and two two of his buddies who were the producers on it as well. They they're all college roommates. Our college front buddies, uh, and yeah. kind of like that camaraderie and kindred spirit, just collaborating with one another at that high capacity. You know? Yeah. So how'd you get the role? It was, did something that you had to uh, audition for, or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I got a call from my agent. Uh, asking if I would audition for Cobra Kai, and uh, I, I just finished watching um, the second season, and I, I was thinking to myself, I kind of inadvertently put it out there in the universe. And I was, like, I want to, I want to do something on that, but the, you know, there was already an Asian guy in there, <laughs> so, huh? Yeah. So, uh, was there was there anything special you did? Because if was it an open call that you went to that? Uh, that uh, you had to go through or was there anything special? Cause you know, sometimes I'll hear people will say, well, you know, I, 
I wore a certain shirt or I, I did something that they didn't expect or anything, anything like that happened? Or did you just read what they told you to do? In, in my audition tape um, that I sent in, I was, I was very evil. <laughs> yeah, I, I was pretty, you know, I was the same guy that you see on screen. Yeah. You know, I think on screen I, took, I, I bumped it up a little bit, but I was, you know, you didn't want to mess with me. Wow. Right? So um, there was a lot of intensity in the way I spoke. And I don't know, like you knew, you knew that this, when I submit that tape, you knew that that was the guy. Because not only, not only did I book the, book the plane ticket before I got the role to fly in Atlanta to film, but I, I was that confident in the tape. I, was, I, I really, it's kind of like my way of manifesting the role, right? Mm-hmm. To book the plane ticket. Wow. <laughs> That's confidence. That's for sure. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, if it was non-refundable <laughs> ticket, then it would be confident. Right. I, I, I did it through Southwest. <laughs> That's yeah. <laughs> What about I, I, this is Hollywood? I thought it was all first class and, and champagne going over. No, I mean you know they, they they do that every now and then, but you know for the most part, for the most part, it's get there, get the job done, right? Yeah, yeah. So I I didn't know that was done in Atlanta. So that was that's uh, filmed over in Atlanta, huh? Yeah, they shot everywhere. They shot in Atlanta. They shot they shot in L.A. and Japan oh. even. Oh, I think wow. they even went to Japan. Yeah. Huh. Wow. They 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 really go all out. We'll be back with more of our guests right after this short break. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Yeah, so, yeah movie magic, man. Yeah. You know, a lot of the stuff that I work on has been mostly, the majority um, has been in the Southeast region. So, hmm. um, wow. so, so how do you enjoy, would you rather do a role like this where you're evil? Than uh, the good guy, man. I like both e- e- equally. I like evil because there's, it's juxtaposed on my my real personality, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's it's kind of like okay, it, it it gets you. I practice for it though. I do train for this. Yeah, I create evil characters on you know during my studies, and I, I make sure that these guys have a certain dietary pre- preference and make sure they do certain things, their mannerisms, the way they move. You know, so I'm already character building these guys, and I have, like I like I said before, I had like 18, 20 different characters that I've developed. Um, you know that that I pretty much pretty much say hi to on a weekly basis. Yeah, because I'll go in and tweak the character a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. and, and 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 so it's nice whenever I'm able to like take one off the shelf and wipe the dust off and let him play. Now, when when you're on set. Uh, was it a couple of days shoot, or was it more than more than that? Yeah, I was there for about a week, week and a half. A week and a half. Wow. Yeah. Now it was uh, this, of course, wasn't this was a younger John Kreese, uh, but uh, was anybody else there? Was Martin Cove there? Um, yeah, they they came out to set because the set was uh, one of the most elaborate ones that they built all season. Uh, I, I want to say all three seasons, 
Um, they flew out a helicopter. They had a Chinook out there, mm-hmm. and they they had that. They, they created the space for us to work in. Yeah. Um, so naturally, the guys who you know who were not working, you either sit in your hotel or you come out and check out the set. You know, and yeah, yeah we saw everybody out there. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Because years ago, when when I first started doing this podcast back in uh, in uh, two thousand seven, uh, John, uh, John John Kreese, <laughs> well, John Kreese <laughs> was one of my guests, but uh, Martin Cove was actually one of my guests way back then. And, uh, nice. So uh, you, you're you're now <laughs> bringing in more of the Cobra Kai <laughs> family. Yeah. Oh man, he's super nice. He, he is so sweet. Yeah, yeah. He's a lot of fun. I I actually had him and um, the uh, oh I can't even remember his name now. He's passed away, but he was. They were both in the same movie of uh, Last House on the Left, and uh, they uh, the they were a riot to have together. Believe me, but but. Don't have two people <laughs> together who are friends because it can be a you know too much of a riot. Oh yeah, I mean that's that's uh that's it's an inside joke all day, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> the other things that you've done yeah, now, you've done a lot of a lot of work on uh, different movies and things. Now you got to work with Sylvester Stallone and Robert De Niro. Yeah, yeah. Wow. On the same on the same set. Jeez, that that must have been a thrill. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, thanks for reminding me about that one. Uh, yeah, Stallone, De Niro, and Kevin Hart on the same set, in the same scene. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at the time, you know, I, I've never really thought about that, but at the time, that yeah, that, that should have been a moment where I was like, wow, is this happening right now? <laughs> but but you, you you say you you get you're one of the act type actors who gets into character. Do you do, do you do that all the time for all your roles, or was it just this one that you really had to concentrate on? You know, with the with the evil ones, when you're playing such a pivotal character in in a long running series, you know, and he's got that kind of responsibility, I like to give it that that uh, the the attention that it deserves. You know, a lot of times the characters um, the characters that I play don't need to be so serious so i'm able to engage in banter on and off off camera right mm-hmm. <clears throat> so you know in something where i have to be very evil i try to stay in it and not have to jump in and out yeah huh. you know but that particular one with uh, stallone was i played a gamer who did uh, motion capture so we, we we were joking a lot wow it was fun yeah Jeez. so uh was acting what you always wanted to be? I know you've done a lot of different things, but is is acting what you your main goal was? No, I didn't have a goal. I think uh, you know circumstances throughout the journey just kind of made me reevaluate it every time I hit a benchmark. And when I got in a position where acting was feasible, I just decided to do it. And in order to do it, I would have had to sell my companies so that you know I wouldn't have to. Split the attention between acting and, and, and working in like corporate America, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. The only way to really do something is to not have a safety net and just jump. That's kind of like the mentality I had going into it. Yeah. So, did, when you were younger, you know, in in, in high school or anything, did, were you um, acting in plays or anything? Or no, no, not at all. I, I can trace back like storyboarding, if you will back to like elementary school middle school because i would draw like stick figures fighting each other like a flip book mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's uh that's about the extent of my my you know uh springboard into the the industry 
is I always like to tell stories though. I knew that. I didn't know that for a fact. Yeah. Um, how, how I was going to do it in the industry was, was always an unknown. Wow. Do you remember what your very first acting role that you actually made a paycheck for, for acting, and then you said, wow, <laughs> this is what I want to do? Oh, the one I made a paycheck for was um, a Madden PlayStation commercial oh. the year the Saints won the Super Bowl and broke the Madden curse. Hmm. Um, yeah, I, I came on as an extra, and one thing led to another, and I ended up being the principal, one of the principal characters in it. Didn't realize what that meant until it aired. And I still didn't know because I actually didn't say anything in the commercial. But when the check started rolling in, it was just, wow, you know. And I needed that money at the time, too. So that's when I realized, like, okay, we can make this, you know, we carefully plan this. We make this a feasible thing, something that, that, that I can sustain, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I understand that commercials can be quite lucrative. <laughs> Um, I would. I had uh, as a guest a, a guy from a, a rock band a long time ago, and actually he was my first guest. And he he was in a commercial for some some gum or something uh, or deodorant spray or something. And it's one of the ones that they just kept showing over and over and over oh, back when. He says my kids went to college on that. <laughs> that yeah, yeah, exactly. Jeez. And and the thing is, if if they would have played it during the Super Bowl. No. That would have been a hundred grand. Oh, really? So you oh. you make more if it's on on oh yeah like a, a Super yeah. Bowl type thing. Oh, if, you, if it plays on a Super Bowl, that means uh, advertisers they pay big money for it, and and you get you get more money. I don't know what the structure is exactly, but you for sure get every time it airs, you get you get paid for it. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I didn't know that when you when it. Depending on what the show was or what the uh, the event that if it, yeah I think I think Super Bowl because there's such a large viewership mm -hmm. um, and and during that time ad, ad money is very expensive so um, I want to say like the base of what what you would get paid as an actor I mean it's like anywhere from like seventy to hundred grand wow so everybody wants those commercials <laughs> oh for sure for sure I mean you got thousands and thousands of people trying out for national commercials you know um, like. Everyone dreams to be in a Geico commercial, right? State Farm, those types. <laughs> yeah, jeez. So, when you um, when you've been acting on, on different sets, what would you say was the most exotic place that you've ever had to uh, film? Ooh, that's a good question. Our exotic, exotic. Um. Or or breathtaking, you know. I mean, just just oh, a place, a, a place that you went and you said, "Wow, this is beautiful." I mean, you know, I mean, Atlanta's nice, but it's you know, <laughs> it's, it's yeah, yeah, <laughs> Miami, really, Miami. Yeah, yeah I, I like Miami. Uh, we shot at the Bertrand Boatyard. Um, they transformed that entire uh, shipping area to um, Miami, uh, circa nineteen fifties, and they built an entire hotel for Magic City. Uh -huh. So yeah. Walking into it felt like I was transformed. I think that was I was very fascinated by that. Yeah, yeah, it's incredible what they can do. I mean, <laughs> yeah, and the producer in me is like, "That's money. That's money. That's money." <laughs> <laughs> I was I was tallying up how much it would cost to build that set. <laughs> Jeez, yeah, yeah. I know that sometimes when they film things, it's it's they'll go and they'll take an actual, say, a restaurant or something, in a in a real town and then they'll turn around and 
renovate it for them. So it's how they want, you know, how they want it for the film. And it's like, geez. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now you've, uh, I mentioned that you've done other things. Uh, you, uh, you've been in, I, I know you have a plus certification. I know that. <laughs> oh man. Remember that? Yeah. Are you, are you in the tech, tech industry? I actually am. Yes. Oh, I'm a network administrator. Oh yeah, well I, I did. Uh, I got MTSC certified, and I, I got my uh, Cisco certification back back in uh, I want to say like the late uh, early two thousands during the tech bubble. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, that was a fun time. I, I think I was living in Dallas at the time. Whew, man, how technology has changed, huh, brother? I know. Uh, I mean, everything's so intuitive now. Oh yeah, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Yeah. Never, never enough though, because <laughs> which yeah. is it's good. It's good. It keeps us keeps us in in business, I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And with and with the rise of Bitcoin, I think it's just it just has to keep up, right? Mm, yeah, that's, that's the one thing you wish you'd you'd had an opportunity to get back when when it first started. You know. Yeah, I picked up a handful of them though. Oh, really? For that? Oh, yep. Wow, that's great. Yeah, my heart breaks for the guy who has a uh, two two password attempts left. I know, in his hard drive. Yeah, do you see that? Wow, that oh. was. <laughs> I, I, I would, I would put that hard drive somewhere, and I don't even know. I don't even know how. It's just, it's just, it's like standing on the other side of the fence that you'll never get over. <laughs> yeah, I mean <laughs> that poor guy. He's gonna cry if if he loses. I know. It. I, mean, I know. Wow. So, Cobra Kai, uh, is there any chance that we might see you? in future episodes? I mean, is this something that they could, you know, is this like a recurring thing that John Kreese has these images of what's going on and they might bring you back in another season? You know, I can't really speak on that. True, yeah. I mean, At the moment, but, uh, I mean, you know, I guess you'll you just find out in season four. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and, and I'm sure you're keeping your fingers crossed. I mean, hey, you know. <laughs> I back. always... I walk around with my fingers crossed. So yeah. there you go. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a, that's an actor's life. You you're always hoping. <laughs> Hope and manifest. That's all you can do. Yeah, and work hard. So now uh, you do your own stunts. Yeah. Is is this something that you uh, there again? Is it something that started when you were younger and you you got into uh, you know martial arts or something or? No, no, no. I I did I did my stunts and then I I learned how to do stunts in an attempt to get on set. To be discovered as an actor. Ah, okay. Yeah, and and, and that's kind of like what happened with Looper, you know, and and some of the other projects. Um, if it were my preference, I wouldn't do it. It's just it's very, it just takes a toll on your body. I imagine. You know, and I have so much respect for my for my stunt people out there, and you know, I have a friend who you know, I don't know. It's 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 not my line. It's not where I want to be. Yeah, yeah. I'm too old for that stuff. <laughs> Have, I don't. Go ahead. No, I said I don't train hard enough to to stay in the stunt world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you um, have you ever been injured? No, no. Thankfully. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and and I think I think you know I, I'm pretty good at cashing in my chips when I'm ahead. <laughs> yeah, and I think I think uh, I hit I hit the jackpot on on something, and I just kind of moved on from that table. You know. Yeah, I mean, like you say, I mean, I've had I've had several. Um, uh, stunt people on one guy was the one who did the uh, Indiana Jones. He was a stunt double for Harrison Ford, and nice. uh, you know different things, big roles like that. The, the Superman, he was uh, Christopher Reeve's double for stunts. Wow. And it's like 
you know the things these people go through and and when i saw that you were did your own stunts i'm thinking wow you you're a little crazy i guess <laughs> yeah no I, I it was crazy when i did it but you know they, they just come to the time where you go all right am i going to be doing this for longer or is this just something that you know is a seasonal thing right yeah yeah so, uh, now, what do you have coming in the future? Is there anything you can tell us about? Yeah, I have a... I, actually, today, um, my distribution label um, with my partner, Andrew Vandenhouten, uh, the label Kamikaze Dogfight, we just dropped a movie called Haymaker today. Oh. And uh, check it out if you haven't, if you haven't uh, done so yet. It's pretty amazing. Where's, um, it, where's it available? It's, it's available online, VOD. And uh, you pretty much Google it, oh, okay. and it'll, it'll pop right up. Yeah, Haymaker, Haymaker. all one word. Yeah, yeah. Any other projects you're working on? I, I, I see that uh, one called Reminiscence. Yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, that you, was my reunion with uh, Hugh Jackman. I was going to say, yeah, Hugh Jackman. Wow. Yeah, he, that, that's a that's a really good movie, directed by Lisa Joy. Um, it's a Warner Brothers film. It's really it's a really good movie. I, I really enjoy the sci-fi aspect of it. Um, you should put that on your calendar as well. Wow. Yeah. Now, what about uh, Lost in Time? Um, you know, that one's in post-production. We haven't really uh, haven't heard much about it yet, but uh, you know, check it out. Check it out when it comes out. Yeah. So you so you keep them busy. You get you got. To... I'm staying busy. Yeah, I, I try to stay busy, and uh, you know, I'm watching movies for a living, so <laughs> I'm pretty blessed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, Han, I want to finish up with uh, one final question, and it takes us away from uh, all the movies and TV shows you've done and Cobra Kai and everything, but uh, when you sit back and relax, you say you're watching movies, what's your favorite movies now and of the past, and what's your favorite TV shows now and of the past? Oh, wow. Uh, Favorite movies, huh? I've got a lot. I've got a lot. So you're you're asking me to hone in on... on, uh... On just a handful, right? Yeah, just give us a couple of them. All right, so I like uh, anything from, you know, What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a Goodfellas fan. Um, Heat, Rain Man, TV shows. I like uh, The Night Of with Riz Ahmad. Or is it Ahmed? Riz Ahmed, yeah. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Ozark, Narcos, oh, House of Cards. Shows. Yeah. 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 Black Mirror. No, I like, you know, all kinds of movies, man. Saving Private Ryan, Forrest Gump, Legends of the Fall. It, it spans across, you know, multiple genres. Yeah. What about when you were a kid? What did you watch when growing up? Uh, when I was a kid, let's see, what did I watch? Um, man, I watched a lot of Tom and Jerry when I was growing up. Yeah, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't I we all? I watched horror, horror movies, like The Shining. Yes. Um, yeah. God, Candyman. Mm-hmm. What's the other one I watched? Uh I, I somehow liked uh, an American werewolf in London. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. And in you fact, know. I had the star of that on. Uh, I think a couple of years, two years, two, two, three years ago, whatever. Oh, you did. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. John Landis is. Uh, I mean, he's a phenomenal director. I mean, I, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street. I like all kinds of movies, man. Yeah. Well, Han, I want to thank you so much for joining us, and I wish, uh, you know, I, I congratulate you on, on getting on Cobra Kai, and uh, hope thank we you, see Brian. you in a lot of different movies, and I uh, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate that, brother. You have a good day, okay?
A big thank you going out to Han Soto for joining us here at On Screen and Beyond. I want to thank him so much for taking the time. And uh, be sure to catch Han on Cobra Kai on Netflix. The current season, he's in it, so you got to catch it. It's a, it's a great show, and uh, he's he's got a good part in it, too. So, And uh, let's see. Like I said earlier, we are uh, extremely busy. I decided to redo the... Uh, the website, uh, so you'll see things changing and popping up and looking different and things like that as time goes by, but it's not going to happen real quick, I'll tell you that right now, because I just get so much going on, and uh, you know, the main thing is to keep listening to On Screen and Beyond, because those are going to keep coming your way, and uh, we're going to be giving you more and more interviews with some great guests, so I hope you'll uh, get the word out, tell a friend. If you're on any of the uh, podcast uh, providers like uh, iTunes or, or Apple Podcasts, they keep changing their name. But uh, if you're on there, you know, uh, you know, put a like on it or whatever they do there, you know, uh, four stars, five stars, whatever it is. And uh, also uh, leave a review if you can, because that really helps a lot. But uh, be sure to tell some friends, get the word out, uh, po- post it on Facebook that you listen to this interview or whatever. You know, things like that. Got to get it out. So uh, I, t- I appreciate you doing that. And uh, if you are on uh, any of the other, the newer ones that we're on, uh, as far as podcast providers like uh, Spotify, uh, we've had some people coming on on there. Um, and we appreciate that. Uh, like I say, we've always been on, since 2007, we've always only been on uh, iTunes and Apple Podcasts, but now we are on all kinds of them out there, and uh, we appreciate if you can leave a, uh, a review or whatever they do on theirs, follow us or whatever, and the best thing to do is to subscribe, because uh, that way you get the episodes right off the bat, you know, you don't have to go back and search for it or anything, they'll just pop up on your on your phone or whatever you're listening to it on, so uh, go ahead and do that, that's a, that's a good way to get the episodes, because um, especially when we're putting up the old ones that are coming your way, uh, you know, uh, those are different, so they're, they're going to be, you know, popping up in, if you subscribe, they'll pop right up on you, but we've got some great guests, and uh, you don't want to miss those, so uh, go ahead and... Uh, Subscribe to us on whichever podcast provider you're doing it on. And uh, if you'd want to communicate with me, you can. Just uh, go to feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com and uh, send me a message. And uh, Now, I, at uh, Anchor FM slash onscreenandbeyond, um, I think that's what it is. Uh, if you go, if, if you click, click on the... Uh, the Apple Podcast one. It takes you to Anchor FM where you'll see all our episodes and things like that too, um, or Spotify or any of those others. They, they automatically take you there. But um, when you're there, there's also a place where you could uh, you know send me a, a voice message. And I haven't done it yet, so I don't know how that works. But, uh, you know, you just, it says, you know, leave a message and you can click that and you can talk to me and it'll go to my email and I'll catch it up uh, on it and, uh, uh, like that too. So it's another way to communicate with me. So anyways, that is a wrap for this episode of On Screen and Beyond. So until next time, when we once again take you on screen and beyond, I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care. Uh-huh.